It's that time again. It's Greek for the week. I'm Chris Palmer. Let's open our Bibles and get right down to the original language, the Greek. God bless you. It's the Greek for the Week podcast. Now we're going to be in Romans chapter 15 today. Now we're going to be talking about something touchy, a touchy subject, a sensitive subject. But before we do that, why don't, if you haven't got, let me say it, if you haven't gotten letters from Jesus on Amazon.com and you follow Greek for the Week, now's a good time to pick it up. I bring you Greek for the Week every week. Why don't you get the book, pick it up, and it will be a blessing to your life. And if you're enjoying it, really, I say this all the time, five stars, Amazon, it'll be a blessing. People, or go on and just write a review and say, this is what I liked about it, this is what I enjoyed about it, and this is what you'll like about it too. Those reviews really do help, and they help a lot. So, you know, I don't ask for much on the show. If that's something you can do, please do it. That will be of great help to me. Alrighty then. Romans chapter 15. I'm going to talk about today, what do you do when someone in the same fellowship with you has a different conviction about something? Now, we're not talking about sin and things that are listed specifically in God's word as displeasing to the Lord and as having a curse upon them. Examples will be in the Galatians chapter 5 or 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Revelation chapter 21. These sins that are very clearly sins that we shouldn't be practicing as believers that can cost us our fellowship with the Lord. Not talking about those. I'm talking about cultural practices or dietary practices, things that we can go back and forth about, things that some people feel strong about and other people don't. And this could even come down to political opinion. All right? Political opinion. I'm not talking about things like abortion, which are wrong, and I will contest that, and things such as that. But I'm talking about how you manage X, Y, and Z. Now, you will know that whatever church you're in, you're going to find people that differ on these issues. And this becomes a major cause of division. And it shouldn't. It should not. Because we're called as believers to keep the unity of the faith in the bond of peace. So let's read what God's word has to say in Romans chapter 15. It says here, well, before we even get into that, let's get into some background here. When we understand that this church in Rome was consisted of mainly Gentile and Jewish believers, and they were being instructed by the Apostle Paul that they're supposed to get along. Now, Jews and Gentiles in first century Christianity, they didn't always get along because Jews had their own idea about what the Gentiles should be eating, and the Gentiles had their own idea about what the Jews should be eating and what they shouldn't be eating, and things just always got messy. And in this particular instance, the Gentiles were looking down on the Jews for keeping their dietary laws and for saying, hey, you know, why do you guys do all this? It's non-salvific. It's not related to our salvation. Paul had to write to them and exhort them in such a way that they would start getting along with one another. And he says here in verse number 7, well, let's go here to verse number 1, 15.1. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. So you see right away, he's telling you, put the other person first. He didn't say here you should come along and try to convince them otherwise or use your strong convictions or your more liberal convictions to try and sway them. It's not what he's saying. It says in verse number three, he uses Christ as an example. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For what 
ever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. He uses an example and he points to Christian harmony. And that is the goal right there, not to change each other's opinions about things. And this can be a hard thing to do because we want people to always think the way that we're thinking. Because we want to feel right and we want to feel like we're living life the way that we're supposed to live. And by golly, we have stronger convictions about something dietary than everybody should have these convictions. Or we have more liberal ideas about something cultural and everybody should have these ideas because God has freed me from this bondage of of legalism and now everybody should feel the same way. And you know what happens? We push these things on people and we use them as forms of snobbery. We use them as forms of of uh, looking down upon people. And it's not good. It's not good. Well, let's use an example real quick. One that is common today is the way we dress in church. Now, there's people that like to wear suit and ties to church. And you know, most churches today we're talking about non-denominational churches. They don't. They dress like jeans and t-shirts, sandals if you live in warm places, sneakers. Seems popular today to talk about sneakers that preachers are wearing. And this is how they dress, and they feel liberated. We are liberated from the 1980s and the 1990s when all the pastors are wearing double-breasted suits and ties, and hallelujah, we don't have to wear that no more. And... I've been part of service where I'm wearing a tie. And people say, man, you know, you need to relax. Listen, I'm only wearing, I wear suit and ties when I preach because I like it. I like getting dressed up. Personally, I like to wear a suit and tie. I like it. That doesn't mean I expect you to wear a suit and tie. But sometimes people that wear jeans and flip-flops or whatever, they look down on you like, hey, man, haven't you been liberated from that and loose from that? You know what starts to happen now? Now, it's possible that they can use that as a form of snobbery to look down and say, hey, your strong convictions about this are less than my liberal convictions about dress. But it works the other way, where I've seen people that maybe, particularly that are older generations, look down and say, well, you know, if Jesus was going to show up in here, I would want to wear my very best, and that's a suit and tie. And these people that are wearing jeans, da, 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 and they look down upon them. And so they're both looking down on each other for different reasons. One, because they got more liberal convictions. The other one, because they got more conservative convictions. And it creates division. Not always. Not always. It's not, it's not always a problem. There's people that do well with it, but it could. This is just an example I'm using. So what do you do in an instance like this? We should never use our convictions about something as a means of saying that we're better or that we're, we are uh, higher spiritually or they, they just have yet to come along a certain way. There's nothing in Scripture that even tells us about this. Now, people might make a case for it, but there really isn't. This is what it says in Romans 15, 7. Here's the goal. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ welcomed you for the glory of God. And he uses Christ as an example. And he says in verse number 8, I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised, okay, which is the Jewish people, to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises to the patriarchs, in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Then he quotes scripture to show this. So he's, ta- he's telling the Gentiles, listen, receive one another just as Christ welcomed 
you. Christ was a Jewish, uh, Jewish heritage, Jewish Messiah, and he received the Gentiles, despite the Gentiles' problems. And so he's saying if Christ had done it for the Gentiles, being Jew, then shouldn't the Gentiles return, re return who had liberal dietary restrictions receive the Jewish people in spite of what they perceived as their weakness? That's what he's saying. And the word here, welcome, is pros lambano. It's an interesting Greek word. Okay, it means, pros means near. Lambano means to take. It describes somebody putting their hand out and taking that person and drawing them near to themselves to be right by their side despite the weakness that they have. So when I find someone that says, hey, I want to dress like this in church, barn, it's appropriate. You know the difference. Not a lot of skin, not, okay, not looking out of sorts. And say, hey, I don't care how you dress. You know what? If you eat this, if you eat that, if you like to eat this, and I eat this, I'm gonna. Let's get on the eating thing for a second. Let me just say it like this. I know millennials today, they all want to eat healthy and they all want to eat organic and blah blah blah. You know, this can be a way of looking down on people. It has become that way. Or I want to be green about things. I recycle. You don't recycle. And the people that recycle look on the people that don't recycle and the people that don't recycle as people that don't want to take care of the earth and the people that. They recycle. They don't recycle. Look at the people that they do recycle as some type of hippie, and it gets it becomes a mess. Look, if you want to recycle, recycle. If you don't want to recycle, don't recycle. Let's not look down on each other like we're so terrible because we do things that aren't so bad. Okay, don't get this between people. It's not supposed to be that way. We're supposed to receive and welcome each other the way that we're used to doing things. And these things are not specific sins. Not putting us out of fellowship with the Lord. It's just the way people are. The way they may have grown up, their regions may have been. They may have come from a city that they don't know what recycling's about. There's areas people don't recycle. They may even be from a country they don't recycle. Doesn't mean they hate the earth. And vice versa. And you see how sticky this can become. Despite their cultural practices, despite their habits, we need to receive one another and say, hey, okay, I got it. Maybe have healthy discussion about it, open-minded discussion in these areas, but never make it an area of division. Instead, we need to proslumbano or receive one another and not fight on Facebook, not fight on social media, not get into... I've been in those. I don't like to get into those types of discussions. It turns into a mess. Call me on the phone. We'll have a discussion. Let's have coffee. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. And stop becoming so offended and trying to draw people into our opinions that really have much to do with nothing. These are non-theological issues. These are just cultural practices and in, in, in the way we're brought up. Receive people who have differences of opinions. You can be friends with someone who differs in an opinion than you or practices something culturally different than you do or something dietary different than you do. And when you do that, you'll find great success in the places that you go. Because as you know, people are different. They think different about certain things. And uh, let's not make it our crusade to try and get people's opinions to be the same as ours. Let's practice, let's practice getting along with those who differ in opinions in these areas. That's pleasing to the Lord. And it takes work, and it takes crucifying the flesh on our part to do that. But it's a good practice because it maintains unity in the church. Okay, all right. Letters from Jesus, Amazon.com. Pick it up today and leave it a review. All right, we'll talk to you next time on Greek for the Week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us further, you may visit us on the web at lightoftoday.org. 
God bless and good studying.